Welcome to Save Six Figures with Gina Knox, the podcast where I coach you on how to save $100,000 by optimizing your cash flow. Welcome back, savers, to the podcast. I am super excited about today because we're going to be talking about a concept that I have taught inside Six Figure Saver that has literally changed people's lives. And it's called debt neutrality. All right. So here's the deal, right? Everyone out here on these internet streets loves to talk about how debt is bad, how to pay off debt. They celebrate being debt free, right? Like there's whole entire Instagram pages dedicated to people's debt payoff journeys. Dave Ramsey's out here yelling at you, calling you broke for having debt. Like there's a lot of cultural noise societal noise telling you how bad debt is. And all that does is it makes you feel shitty. (laughs) Like it makes you feel ashamed, guilty, bad. It makes you maybe feel like I'm not good with money if I have debt. All of these awful negative things. And I am here to nip that in the bud today. Today. So let's talk about debt neutrality. Because I exist in this radical world in my brain where I do not ever view debt as good or bad. I am completely neutral about debt. And some of my clients are really shocked to hear me say that. They come to me with their sad sob stories. They come to me all emotional and ashamed. They're like, Gina, I have $40,000 of credit card debt and I know I should be better and I haven't been good. And they, they use all these words, right? And they're always surprised when I say, okay, not a big deal. Like it's not a problem. It's literally not a problem. And they are shocked because they're wanting me to get up all in their feelings with them. Oh my God, you're right. That's terrible. How did you get in that debt? You're so bad with money. The interest on that is going to go crazy. Like They're expecting me to buy into that story, and I do not. I do not. I view debt as a neutral thing. And yes, as a money coach, I still view it as a neutral thing, even with all the information I have about the interest and and all that stuff. So let's talk about debt neutrality. I want you to imagine this like pendulum that swings from one side to the other, right? And on one side, there's negative feelings. And on the other side, there's positive feelings. And I want you to imagine that this is the debt feeling pendulum. If you are far on the negative side, you're probably shaming yourself for having debt. You're probably feeling guilty. You may be like avoidant. I know when I was feeling this way about debt, I was very avoidant of like my email. I did not want to see any notifications from Capital One. (laughs) Um, And just like in this big pile of awful, right? And when you're there, what you want to do is not be there. You want to pay off your debt. You want to never touch debt again with a 10-foot pole. And I've had clients who were there who paid off their debt, and now they are deathly afraid of ever being back there. They never want to feel that way again, so they villainize debt debt is evil. I will never get in debt again, no matter what, no matter the circumstances. Maybe the one exception to that rule would be a mortgage to buy a house because 
mortgages, they have a good PR team and people aren't so angry about mortgages. <laughs> okay. So that's the negative side. Now I want you to imagine the positive side. And it might be hard for you to imagine this if you're on the far negative side, but there are people on the far positive side who are like, sign me up for more debt. Debt is amazing. Debt enables my experiences. Like maybe it's going to college, right? I was able to go to my dream college because I was able to sign on for debt. I was able to travel abroad. Let me sign another loan. Or my credit card debt has enabled me to invest in my business. Let me keep using that because that feels amazing. And I'm so glad to invest in the support I need. And this idea of like, I know I'll be able to pay it off one day, right? So the opposite side of feeling awful is feeling great and always signing on for more and more debt. Okay. My goal for you, my goal for my clients is neutrality. I want you to feel neutral. I don't want you to feel super happy about debt and I don't want you to feel super shitty about debt either. And here is why. Debt is not good or bad. Debt just is. Let me say that again. Debt just is. What makes debt good or bad is the sentences in your brain. (laughs) Literally the sentences you're telling yourself in your brain about debt is what makes it good or bad. And here is like the most beautiful thing that happens when you can get to debt neutrality. When you get to debt neutrality, you instead start viewing debt as a tool. Debt is just a tool in your toolbox, a financial tool in your toolbox to accomplish something. Sometimes we use credit cards to accomplish getting points. Sometimes we use credit cards to accomplish helping us not overdraft our bank accounts when we're waiting for the Stripe thing to, you know, get into the bank account. Sometimes we use loans to buy a house. Sometimes we use loans to expand our businesses. But when we label debt itself as really good or really bad, we miss out on the opportunity to actually evaluate any given scenario, right? Because if debt is a tool, we use it to solve a problem. And if we think, oh, like imagine like you have a nail and you're building a house and you need to put like the nail through the wood and you have a hammer, but you're just like, oh, hammers are the worst. Hammers kill people. Like hammers are dangerous. Hammers should never be handled. So let me use a screwdriver instead because that's good. And then you try to like hammer in the nail with a screwdriver. It's a little bit ridiculous, right? But that's what we're doing with debt when we label it as always being bad. The alternative is labeling it as always being good. Oh, hammers are the best. Nothing beats a hammer. Hammer, Hammers will fix everything. But now we're trying to like screw in a screw with a hammer. You see what I mean? So instead, I want us to evaluate any financial problem or opportunity in our lives and our businesses and ask ourselves, is debt the appropriate tool for this problem or opportunity? And if so, what kind of debt? Because there's there's lots of flavors, right? We have credit cards, we have personal loans, business loans, mortgages, auto loans. There's like even, you know, like the the pay, what is it like they call them the loan sharks, the what are they called? The pay, the paycheck short-term loan people, you know, they're like typically next to gas stations. There's all different types of debts. That's all I'm trying to say. 
And if we were neutral about it, if we said, you know, debt just is, and here's a problem or opportunity I have in my life, which flavor of debt should I use? And is debt even the appropriate tool in this moment? Then we would be able to open ourselves up to so many more possibilities, so many more possibilities. But when we label debt as bad or good, we close ourselves off to the analysis of those opportunities to evaluating whether it's even the right tool to begin with or not. So I really want you, if you feel like you're on one side of the pendulum, and especially if you're like on the extreme sides, let's say you're on the extreme negative side of the pendulum, you don't need to reach neutrality right now, but what could take you one step closer? Ask yourself, like, imagine a world where I didn't feel shitty about debt. Like just allow yourself to imagine that. I want to imagine myself a year from now and that version of myself doesn't feel any kind of way about debt. And just like think about that for a moment. Like sit, close your eyes, sit about that per- think about that person and try to embody how they feel and take one step towards neutrality. I want to give you a, an example of a client who did this to show you what it might look like in action and how we used debt as a tool for her. So she had put a $15,000 investment on a credit card and she because she wanted the points and she had the cash in her bank account to pay it off. So she was like about to go pay it off. And you're probably like, okay, Gina, that sounds like a good idea, right? Credit cards have high interest, blah, blah, blah. Cool. But here's the context, right? She was also about to close her business, close all her offers, and work on revamping her course curriculum, building out a new sales page, building out new marketing materials, and then two months later, she was going to relaunch her course. So she came to me as her financial coach, and she asked me, how am I going to survive for two months without bringing in any more income, and can we make a plan to like pay my owner's pay, pay my business expenses. I don't want to lay off any of my contractors. Like, how can I do that? Right. And so that was the problem we had at hand and the opportunity because her opportunity was she was going to revamp her program and make it so much better and have this amazing launch. So the first thing I did was I looked at her bank accounts and I'm like, oh, it looks like you have like $30,000. I don't know how much it was, but it looks like you have a chunk of money in your checking. Like, what's the problem? Why? Is that not enough money to last you for two months? And she's like, no, that would be, but I'm paying off this credit card. So 15,000 of that is going to be gone because I'm paying off this credit card. So I only have X amount left and that's not enough. And I looked at her and I was like, well, why do you have to pay off the credit card right now? And she literally, like, she looked at me like I was stupid. She was like, what do you mean? Like, I have to pay off the credit card. Credit cards are bad. And I don't think she used those words exactly. It's not an exact quote, but that was the sentiment. Like, how would you even ever suggest that I shouldn't pay off the credit card? And so here's what I offered her. I said, listen, it's $15,000, right, on the credit card. And the interest rate is whatever, 15 point something percent. I have no idea. I don't remember what the interest rate was. So we went online. We went to a debt calculator. And I said, okay, for two months, you're not going to bring in any money. How much interest would it cost to keep the $15,000 on the credit card for two months? And we did the math and it was like $241. 
So what I suggested was like, listen, you're about to close your offers. Why don't you keep that cash on hand and pay the $241 in interest and use that cash on hand to keep paying yourself, keep paying your contractors. And then when you launch in June and reopen the, you know, the revenue gates, pay it off then. But really, instead of being stressed out about money for two months because you don't have enough to pay all the things, why don't you keep the money you have, just pay the interest on the credit card, and then pay it off when your launch goes well. And she, like, we definitely had to do some, like, neutrality coaching around that because her parents had told her about the dangers of debt. She had always viewed debt as this terrible thing, right, as a lot of us do. And so that's what we decided to do. Now, skip ahead two months, she had a 40K plus launch. And in our next call after the launch, she was like, okay, is it time to pay off the debt? And I'm like, yeah, do you have the cash on hand? Like, cause you know, sometimes you, you do the launch and the sales are 40 something K, but like the cash collected is less. Anyways, she had the cash on hand. We go into her credit card, we paid off. That was it. So I want you to see with this story how we used her debt as a tool instead of giving the credit card all her cash, and then having her be strapped for cash for two months, we just let her keep it. (laughs) We just let her keep it. And we decided together that $240 was worth her peace of mind for two months so that she could really focus on her curriculum, on her marketing, on her launch. And it worked out so well because we put the pressure off for two months So that is just one example. Obviously, that is hyper-specific example. And I think every example is going to be really specific. So I'm not necessarily recommending that you go out and do that same thing. But what I am recommending is trying to become debt neutral so that you can start evaluating these different opportunities as such. Instead of just making snap decisions or assumptions, I couldn't I have to pay off the credit card. (laughs) Like ask yourself, is that true? What is the alternative? How much would the alternative cost? What would that look like? Right? And it's, it's interesting because we often don't even consider these as possibilities. Like it's such a subconscious thing that, that it's not even like a conscious decision, right? For her, it wasn't even a conscious thing. She just said, well, 15000 of that is going to go away because I have to pay off the credit card. She had not even allowed herself to possibly contemplate the idea that maybe she could keep that debt. So if you feel like you're in that same boat, again, ask yourself, what would it look like if I did not view debt as good or bad, if I just viewed debt as a tool? And maybe you have a situation right now, a financial situation, and I want you to ask yourself, like, is this situation a good candidate for debt? And if so, which kind? Is there an opportunity? You don't even have to do it. (laughs) Just explore the maybe possibility to start opening up your brain. Because when we feel so strongly about debt, when we make our debt mean so much about us as people, our abilities to manage money, whether we're good or bad with money. It's just this heavy, heavy load that you're carrying around all day. And I have to say, it's a waste of your brain space. Your beautiful brain 
is capable of so much and you are using it on worrying about debt. And I want to offer that you can use it on something else, something more impactful, something more important, something better for the world, right? You can create debt neutrality. And I want to offer that, like, take one step towards that direction today, you know? It's not going to be something that you cultivate overnight. It may take six months of this, like, constant reminding yourself. But ask yourself, how could I view debt as just a tool? What if I didn't? What if I didn't feel awful about my debt? What would that even look like? You know, just start exploring the possibilities. Because on the other side of those possibilities are opportunities that right now you may be missing. And who knows what those opportunities could bring you. Bring your business, bring your life, bring your audience, bring your work. So just explore that. All right, that is all I have for you today. If you want to get coached on your debt neutrality, if you want me to help you unravel you know, your specific situation, if you want me to help you create these opportunities based on whatever financial circumstance you are facing today, this week, this month, this year, I want to welcome you to join Six Figure Saver. It's my 12-month financial mentorship program. We coach heavy in there. It's a part course, so you go through the course and part coaching. We do weekly office hours every single week. Actually, I'm about to run to office hours right now. Every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. (laughs) And, And we also have Slack, so I'm in there coaching you. You can literally get my eyes on your money and your mindset and get me to individually coach you through whatever circumstances coming up. You can join for as little as $400 a month or paying in full for $2,000. Literally, it's $2,000 for 12 months as program. <laughs> it's a fucking steal. Okay, anyways, let me, let me, let me stop. <laughs> but I'm inviting you to join. If you want to save six figures, if you want to become debt neutral, if you want to redefine your relationship with money, come on in. We are open for enrollment all year round and uh, I cannot wait to work with you. All right. Thank you for tuning in and I will catch you next time. Bye.